On today's episode, we talk about the event in Montana that some of you partied with the next one, but I actually share the three biggest takeaways and a practice that you can use to get the same takeaways and be better prepped for when we do the next event. But I'm serious. The three biggest takeaways that I saw from my mastermind and from the people in the room that if you implement these takeaways that I just say on the podcast, I'm going to make a pretty bold claim. I guarantee you it will only positively impact your business. So I'm going to shut up now so we can cue the intro so you can get into the episode, but listen intently and find ways to put these takeaways into practice in your life so that when you come to the next event in a couple of months, the rocket ship is already in motion. So let's get into the episode. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. And this is a mindful Monday, a mind fill your mind Monday. And before this episode, I had to ask my team with the new format of the show, do I still say, is it mindful Monday? Is it minute Monday? Is it just Monday? And we decide what we fill in it. So I don't remember. So we're just going to call it a mindful Monday. And I'm, I'm going to be okay with that. I'm here for that. It's a mindful Monday episode. And I feel like a secret weapon for all entrepreneurs and all human beings is to practice more mindfulness something I struggle with for years and I still work on every day, but I love it and I love the results of it. So why not call it a mindful Monday? But today's Monday episode is a little bit different. It's a little bit different because we just finished the event, the Lighthouse Business Accelerator in Montana. And if you're watching this on video, I'm literally dancing in my office. This is why I have my own office, by the way. And I have like eight feet behind my desk because I'm pretty animated and I like to run. And so I'm like bouncing around Because I'm passionate and all too often people mistake my passion for like anger or rage. I'm like, no, I'm just passionate. Like I care. I got to get it out, which is great that I do live events because I got to stand on stage and get it out. And today is May 5th that I'm recording this. So I think you're going to hear it in a couple days. Uh, But the event ended, I think, on like April 26th or something. Um, and so I took eight or nine days off uh, to really recover, fill my tank, and get checked back in. But today, I want to talk about the event. I want to talk about the event and the biggest lessons and the biggest takeaways from the event to give to you with some practices that you can use. And I've had this fear for a long time of sounding like a broken record, right? So we're 170 something podcasts in. I've been creating content on the internet since 2010, so 11 years. I've probably made 2,000, 3,000 videos. I've been on a couple thousand interviews. And I still have this deep-rooted fear of saying the same thing over and over. And so I would always get cutesy with it. I would always try to repackage it or find a way. But at the end of the day, success is boiled down to simplicity. And the most powerful results in the world will come from the most simple practices done consistently over and over. And so this is something that I'm learning to fall in love with, that I'm learning to understand. And this came to me as one of my biggest takeaways at the event. 
because at the event, uh, we had our private mastermind first and we spent three mind-blowing days together getting clear on legacy and vision and needle movers and execution and prioritization and literally unlocking hidden potential in our beautiful mastermind members. And what came up for me and comes up for me a lot, I'm like, God, I've said this before or I've done this before. <laughs> and I've been afraid of that for a long time. But the truth is, is like, hey, if I have this knife and this knife makes dinner a breeze, is really safe to use, always cuts the perfect slices, why wouldn't you use the same knife over and over? And so one of my biggest takeaways as I facilitated and I went through this event, the mastermind first and the public event, was really learning how to trust my tools. And when I say learning how to trust my tools, meaning that I have a deep toolbox, I, I can use a whole lot of things and they all really boil down to the same things. But for a lot of my life, I've always thought like I need another tool or I'm missing a tool or that screwdriver is not good enough or that hammer isn't the right one. But the truth was, is that they were always the right ones. I didn't trust myself enough to use them. And, you know, we can unpack that on another time, but typically it would be from a lack of clarity on the vision or uh, a lack of clarity of why I use that tool or how I could most effectively use that tool. And so after these events and the mastermind and then the public event, one of my biggest takeaways was to stop trying to find new tools and to start honing and sharpening and honoring and caring for the tools that I have because the tools that I have have created massive amounts of success in my life and many other people's lives. And what was missing was my ability to own the fact that those are my tools. Those tools were shaped and molded and forged through coaching and experimentation and successes and failures and learning and experiences and a whole lot of things. And those tools are my greatest weapons for the best way possible, but I have to use them. And so that was one of my biggest, biggest takeaways was having the clarity that it's time that I fall in love with my tools, which on a deep, deep, deep level really means falling in love with myself and my ability to be the person who can hold, master, and utilize those tools to create an effective, positive result. And so I'm gonna let you sit with that one for a minute because that is deep, 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 in the mind of George of, you know, self-acceptance and confidence and my abilities as I think with any people in life that have goals and work hard, whether you're an athlete or an entrepreneur or a coach or even a parent, uh, really what we lean into is we lean into ourselves and we take everything as a measure and a feedback loop to make iterations to become the best versions of ourselves wherever we apply it. And for me, I've like denied the acceptance of my sovereignty. I've denied the acceptance of my gifts. I've denied the acceptance of my willingness to play. And even when I've created massive drastic results in my life, like some of the best things ever, I've accomplished everything on the vision board and everybody around me is celebrating. I would have this back door in my brain that would find reasons not to celebrate. Like, uh, no, you didn't do it or you can't do it again or you can't believe that's possible. And quite frankly, it's all bullshit, right? And so now I practice 
<laughs> now I practice closing that door and having it. So one of my biggest takeaways was what I just shared. And so we facilitated the mastermind for three days. Um, and it was amazing. My good friend, Brad Costanza, who has been on the podcast, who you've heard came out to be a guest, uh, one of my teachers and really dear friends, Evan, uh, who facilitates my men's work came out and helped me facilitate and also participated. And then my amazing staff, was there like holding space in a container and pouring their hearts into every single person that they touch. And the mastermind was mind blowing. We did deep integration. We did deep practice. We literally unlocked the next level for the people in the room. And I'm going to read some of what they shared before I get into the public event as well. And so I'm talking about all of this because I love human beings. I love being in rooms with people. I love being on stages with people. I love being there and playing the game with you. And we are not going to stop. That was our first event after the craziness of the world. And we're going back to doing three events a year minimum that will be public. And then you'd have to attend one of those events to come to one of the other events. So we still have our mastermind, but we have the Lighthouse Business Accelerator, which we are already locking in dates for the next one, next, less than five months from now back in Montana. So if you didn't come to this event uh, and you really want to come party and turn the light up in your business and be crystal clear on where you should be spending your time and what you should not be doing, and then unlock a superpower inside of you to be able to execute it with passion and fervor, you're going to want to come. Okay. And so that's why I'm talking about this now is because it gave me a whole lot of clarity of where I want to spend the rest of my life, at least in this moment, where I have clarity of where I want to spend my time and how I want to utilize my time and how to best use my tools and my gifts uh, while also sharpening my tools and myself and growing. And that's through the experiences that we have, which is this podcast, which is uh, our monthly group coaching program, which is my mastermind, which is like my... It's like going to be one of my legacy moments uh, in my life. And then uh, with our events that help people and all of our mastermind members come and speak and all that stuff. And so here's what I want to do. Uh, I'm going to read you just from two amazing human beings that are in the mastermind. I just pulled these up uh, because they make me uncomfortable to read. So I'm going to read them. But this is from Whitney and Ashley uh, from the mastermind uh, before we get into the public event. And so Whitney posted, and I have to say this woman, uh, you just listened to her podcast, but I got to share this because this woman is setting the world on fire. So I'm going to read you what she wrote after the event. Can I call you wit? Oh, crying eyeballs. I'm reading emojis. I don't know how to read emojis. It's one thing to hire a coach. It's another thing to be invited into a family. I've invested in quite a few coaches and programs and I became another transaction for them. But when I came into George Bryant's mastermind family, it's exactly what it was, family. Until January 2021, I'd never been in a group or program or cared as much about who I am as a human as much as who I am as an entrepreneur. The first thing my coach George ever said to me was, can I call you wit? That was everything to me. It was the love, the care, the energy behind the question. I felt it from George and from everybody else in the mastermind. It was like I'd come home. I joined the George Barnes Mastermind on January 4th, 2021. And in three and a half months, I've made as much money in my business that I did in all of 2020 combined. The right container, the right family, the right energy, the right intentions, that's what matters. Go where your heart feels aligned. Run with a group of people who want to change the world and are unapologetic in their pursuit of it. It's George Bryant. I said this to you at dinner last night, but I want to say it again. Thank you for taking a chance on this underdog and opening me up 
a seat at your table for me. I am eternally grateful. Well, Whitney, you always had a seat at the table, and I am eternally grateful as well and stoked to have you. And I'm going to read one more because part of sharpening my tools uh, and having self-confidence is also being open to the feedback, whether positive or negative, but being open to it and letting it come in and be received so that I can utilize that as information and tools to move forward and be a better coach or a better mastermind host or make adjustments or continue doing more of what I'm already doing. And so Wit, thank you and thanks for coming on the podcast, Wit. And if you haven't listened to Whitney's episode, listen to it because, wait, maybe, maybe, oh no, Whitney's episode comes out after this episode, so keep your eyes peeled. Whitney's episode comes out after this one. So now you have a really big open loop about how she teaches you how to light the fire of yourself and your story and own everything. And so that was from Whitney. And then this one is from the absolutely amazing, the queen of avocados, turtles, email. And I always forgot the fourth one. Avocados, turtles, email, and coffee. And coffee. And this is our dear Ashley DeLuca, who is like the queen of email. And so this is what she said. I didn't really have the right words to share or to say to go along with this picture. I figured I would just describe it. <laughs> this is a picture of George Bryant and I. We e-met. I love that. We e-met almost a year ago via Facebook post. I joined his group, binged his podcast, and basically commented, liked on everything he shared. I figured I would just get lost in the sea of others. I had a one-year-old on my hip, and I was trying to juggle all of the things. I had just gone in all I just gone all in on email marketing. I love that George Bryant and I shared the same thought concepts. He just did a better job of sharing them. No, I did not. You are better than me, Ashley. Uh, but when I got my first DM from George asking to hop on a call, I was so nervous. He bought me an hour of his time to chat with me. Fast forward to the month of October of last year and I joined his mastermind group. And I could write a book about how the last six months has rocket shipped my business and my life. And then fast forward to the week of April 18th for an in-person event in Montana. George believed in a version of me that I didn't quite understand or see. Three days for just us mastermind peeps before the public event that was the upcoming weekend. I had so many thoughts, breakthroughs, tears, moments of, oh, I get it now. But you know what my biggest takeaway was from the week in Montana? When you water a seed right, it won't just grow, it will explode. Just that week, I gained so much confidence in myself, in the impact I want to create, and the clarity to know how to make it happen. And it's thanks to this one dude who puts weeks of energy and intentionality into creating two events that would shift and change me and so many others for the better. He believed in a version of me that I didn't quite understand or see, but everyone got to see it while I shared the stage with other powerhouses in the industry. There's so much more, much, much, much more, and I'm not joking. I could write a whole book about my experience in the past six months and that week alone. But what I do know is that if you're looking for someone who is on the brink of exploding, stay here and watch. 2021 is my year, y'all. And if you're looking for somebody to help you explode, well, you need to be in GB's world. Ah, I love it, DeLuca. And here's why I love it, because DeLuca is one of the greatest human beings I've ever met with the biggest heart, and she literally wants to open a sea turtle rescue um, help people with special needs and donate to charity and literally changes the world and would give every ounce of her being to help people in need. And so having her in our family and reading that and having her unlock that potential to fund those dreams and make it happen makes me extremely happy. And I shared my biggest takeaway from the mastermind for me. And I'm going to share the biggest takeaway of the group. 
and this is going to be a takeaway that I talk about often, and I'm going to give you a tool on how to practice this takeaway. So the takeaway for the group, both for the mastermind and for the public event, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, was space. Space. And people hear me throw this around the world. Let me take a sip of coffee. I'm not editing that out. It's space. And people hear me throw this word around a lot. And space is not passive. Space is active. So what do I mean by space? We live in a world, social media world, uh, an instant gratification world. If I want it now, I can have it now. If I want it now, I can have it now. Give it to me now. I'll buy it now. I'll do it now. Boom, 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 boom. But really, that's just distraction. And it's preventing us from having space to find clarity. And so this mastermind event, intentionally, I left big pockets of space, big breaks, two hours to talk about one concept, to allow things to mold and develop. And space and space and space is the secret. And I said this at the event. And I said what most entrepreneurs and most businesses don't realize is that they're not succeeding because of a lack of space. When you give your clients space, they have more time and space to fall in love with you, to iterate the process, and to put them into work. When you give yourself space, you have more time to fall in love with yourself, be in a relationship with yourself, explore your intuition, and find that edge to play with. But when it's constantly go, 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 now, 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 here, 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 boom, 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 there's never any space. And so what you're telling me is that you want water, but your cup is already overflowing. And if all you do is pour more water in the cup, it just gets wasted. You have to have space to drink the water, to empty the cup, to make space to fill other things in. And I'm going to give you a couple of things that you can do on this podcast to create space. And it's a huge, 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 huge takeaway. And it's something that I will help everybody with at every event that we ever do. Um, And there's a lot of them coming up. So get ready, strap in your seatbelt because it's time to go. So now let's shift a minute. So we did the mastermind for three days. Then we took a day off for everybody to go play and not us, me and the team. We recovered, but we set up the room for the public event. So we then shifted energy and focus to taking that mastermind energy and saying, okay, now we have 65, 70 entrepreneurs in a room. Let's blow their mind. And so what we did is we set a team intention of what we want everybody to take away. If we said by the time they leave here, this is what we want them all to have. This is what it is. We worked on that together. We grounded, we set the room and then we filled the room. And we filled the room and we had a party. And I mean a party of the most amazing, powerful entrepreneurs that I've ever met in my life. Uh, it couldn't have come together any better. And if you want to see the video, it's on my Instagram. It's also on my personal Facebook. Um, but I'm going to read you some of the comments that people who left the event left on the video because a lot of their takeaways were similar. And so I'm going to start ripping through these. Ashley Fernandez says, this is the best. Thank you for pouring into us all, George Beyond Thankful. Richard Sweet says, thanks, George, for pulling this together. Thank you to the team you have assembled. Thank you to the amazing, wonderful souls that were there to share in such a wonderful community. Uh, Brianna says, this was such an amazing experience. I couldn't be more grateful. Thank you for running the race with us and passing the baton. Uh, Steph Sinaberry, I love this so much. Thank you, George. Thank you for bringing all these incredible humans together. Uh, Alicia Schmidt, there are so many reasons that every single human being was in the room at that time this last weekend. Thank you, George, for bringing us together to make it impactful. And to all of you who are there, I got you no matter what. You know where to find me. The amazing George, the other George, says, I don't think words can express the love that I have for you. And that's coming from a man good with words. You're a true leader and amazing man. Thanks for making me feel seen and heard. Uh, Aaron, let's read Aaron's. Aaron says, 
Words can't describe what an incredible experience it was and how much respect I have for you and your heart. You are a gem of a person, a business owner, a father, a friend, and you poured into all of us. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. The genuine connections you facilitated with massive heart and lots of laughter was a gift to all of us. Thank you so much for being you. Honestly, you're a massive inspirator, which is Aaron's word. Um, Jared Hanning said one of his biggest takeaways was for some reason, choose your pain or the suffering will choose you really landed for me. Uh, and that came from my dear friend, Brian Bogert, who will be on this podcast talking about that. Uh, Gabe, Gabe, who will be on the podcast as well, says, thanks for putting this together, George. Not only did you give me a million dollars of value, but way more importantly, you helped me become a better father and better partner to Rachel. I love you, man. Um, Haley says, such an incredible experience from start to finish. Thank you for filling us with your light and your love. I hope your heart is exploding in a million sparkly bits. Uh, Miss April, who is another one of our mastermind family members says, George Bryant, there are not enough words to describe what you brought to the table this week. Million dollar strategies, trade secrets, inspiring stories mixed with deep personal development work. Yes, we all came home this week and light our businesses on fire. But what you really did was build community that reminds us we are not alone and helps us be better humans in the process. So much love for you. I hope your bucket is overflowing with goodness, hope, and light. Uh, The Miss Vanessa Tharp. Since words can't really describe the magic you created, George, with your team and every single person who showed up and shared that special container. It was a life-changing experience. It was the hugs, the laughs, the tears, the gleam in your eyes, the wisdom, the understanding, the plunges deep into the water and into our hearts and souls. The leadership, authenticity, kindness, and desire to truly connect and grow is felt each day and grew into a wave of powerful energy led by you. I'm so grateful to you and every single one of us who showed up and dove right in. It was everything and more we needed. We got our buckets filled and got to shine light to each other and back to our loved ones and to ourselves. Of course, there was brilliant business strategy, but there was far more for our hearts, our health, our families, our friends, our minds, our love, and it's what we all needed. And what a hell of a birthday party too. One I'll never forget. So much love and gratitude. Uh, Jennifer says, I discovered greater confidence to pursue my dreams and real tangible next steps to actually do it. It seems silly to say it, but it's true. I changed truly. Uh, Matt, I'm truly grateful to have been surrounded by some extremely remarkable people. Thank you and the team for putting on an amazing event, finally connecting us in person. I honestly feel like up-leveled and looking forward to make a big impact in my life and business. Trainer Dane, Show up, be present. The world needs our lights to shine. Do the work, never stop learning and trying. You are the product of the people you hang around. All emotions are good. Speak up and let your voice be heard. And Jesse, um, Jesse shared one of my biggest takeaways and one of the favorite things I said. And he said, thank you, brother George. Biggest takeaway. My job is to find my edge and sharpen it. Not to get reactive if I go too far and get cut. And I loved when I said that. Uh, Steve Dale says, can't say enough incredible things about the mind of George and how you're able to unite like-minded humans together, pushing us all outside of our comfort levels, creating an experience that develops us to shine our light brighter. Pretty sure my wife is very, very curious what the hell happened in Montana. (laughs) I've gotten like 10 of those text messages. They're like, my spouse says I'm different. Uh, Jennifer Armstrong says, uh, this experience ranks in the top three best experiences in my life. I've encountered many humans on this earth and very few have touched my soul to the depths unknown. George Bryan, I'll be forever grateful that you created this space, took the time to intentionally curate the most incredible people to be in that room and poured everything you had into those days and every person in that room. What you did is not easy. While it's likely natural for you to run a room or capture people's attention, the work you did takes exponentially more time working on yourself to be able to pour the way that you did. 
if anyone is even thinking about attending the next event, do whatever it takes to be in that room. It will change everything. It doesn't matter how little or how much you make. It doesn't matter how little or how much self-development you've done. It doesn't matter where you are in life or business. You will 100% be elevated and supported on a level that you cannot fathom. And there are about 50 more of those that I won't read to you on the entire podcast. But I want to know if you could hear the takeaway in all of those things. Because I'm going to tell it to you. The takeaway for me from all of those amazing human beings and what we witnessed. And let me just say thank you. So Jennifer, uh, reading your comment again today in this moment just brought a lot of gratitude to my heart again. Um, Thank you for seeing me. Uh, and thank you for doing the work that you do, helping women create abundance and doing all of that. But thank you for seeing me and leaving that comment. It means the world to me to be seen. So thank you. The biggest takeaway from that whole event for me, there were two of them for most people. Number one is success is not a solo game. Success is not a solo game. But in order for you to be on a team, you have to be your fully transparent, authentic self. Because if people don't know you, and I mean the real you, how you feel, the fears you have, the struggles you have, then they can't serve you and be on your team. And if you're in a group of people that don't see you for your potential, not your past, you're in the wrong group of people. And so success is not a solo game. Success is not a solo game. But it requires us as leaders, us as entrepreneurs, and us as business owners to bring our full self to the table, to bring our unapologetically authentic self, whatever happy version, messy version, quote unquote, too much, not enough, like whatever the world judges us for to be like, screw it, this is who I am. And to bring that person to the table full out every day to be seen and to be witnessed by people that stand in your potential and help you get there. Celebrate every win, make adjustments to your losses and do it. And so success is not a solo game. And part number two, there is no strategy or tactic that will ever supplement for growing yourself. There is no strategy or tactic that will ever supplement for growing yourself. Now, I've been in this world for a long time. I've been doing personal development work since like 2013, 2012 and longer, but that's when I really got intentional about it. And uh, there's like these nasty connotations with personal development and blank here and blank that. And really, I see these things being isolated, like personal development's bad or business strategies are bad or, you know, those tactics are bad. And I'm like, it's not that any of them are bad. It's that they all belong together to be effective because you can't have one without the other and they won't work without the other. And so my other takeaway for this is that, as my dear friend Alex Sharfin says, who has been on this podcast before, the reason you don't have the business or the results that you want yet is because you haven't become the person to get them. And I used to get really pissed about that and I have this sense of entitlement. But the truth is, is that if you were to give me the level of responsibility and business that I have today, five years ago, I would have broke. I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the capacity. And it wasn't because I didn't have the strategies or tactics. It's because I didn't put in the reps to sharpen my edge or my ability to mitigate or manage what's here. And like if you use analogies, right? If you go build your first ever house or your first time, you might build a shed. 20 years later, you're probably building like 30,000 square foot mansions, right? Same thing with cooking, same thing with running. Like your first run, you don't go out and run 50 miles. You run a half a mile, you stretch and you work up and you work up and you work up. And it's the same thing here. But I watch all too often people go chase answers 
that stopped them from doing the practice that would actually give them the answer. And that full circle goes back to the distraction, to the dopamine, to all of it, and you needing space. There is no way to outwork the practice. Like you can't decide right now that you want to lose 50 pounds and go read 100 books, hire the best coaches in the world, the best food, the best diet, the best everything, and do one workout. And number one, expect you to lose 50 pounds. And number two, expect you to recover well from it if you pushed yourself that hard. It would kill you. But yet as entrepreneurs, we're trained. We live in this culture where everyone's like, hustle more, post more, be here more. But we're all doing it. Or I'm, I don't want to speak for you. I watch a lot of people do it at the sacrifice of themselves, which is actually creating a self-fulfilling prophecy that you won't be able to have the space or sharpen your own tool or be in deep enough practice with yourself to get the result. And so then you get stuck in the hustle culture of hustle, 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 buy, 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 pay me more money, and you're forever perpetually fucking broken and they convince you that all you have to do is one more thing and buy one more thing and give them one more thing as they're getting rich and you're suffering and sacrificing yourself and sacrificing the life that you want to live to build a business that's never going to come because you need space. And so the biggest takeaway part two that I noticed from people and I heard from people and everybody that called me was that there is no compartmentalization. You can't have a successful business without having a successful relationship with yourself. You're not going to get better out there and out there being in your funnels and in your ads and in your copying and all of that stuff unless you work on the internal game. And I denied this for six or seven years and I would have success and lose it and have a result and lose it. And it's because I was afraid of space. I was afraid of being in a relationship with myself. And so I'm going to give you a practice to do. And I'm going to keep talking about this practice. But I had uh, one of my men's teachers said this to me last night. And it made a big, big, big difference for me. And he said, notice when we're in practice, we were doing a practice last night, just a breathwork process. And he, we completed the practice. It was a Qigong practice. And so it's a little tiring with one of the things we were doing. And when the practice was over, he counted down from five, four, three, two, one. And he said, bring your hands down. But instead of me slowly bringing my hands down because they were tired, I dropped them. And he asked this really pertinent and powerful question. He said, where else do you rush to be done? Where else do you not hold and you just quit? Where else do you have a little bit more, but you train yourself to let go? And it was a deep question. And then I was at the gym this morning and I was like, oh, I'm doing my programming, three sets of 10, three sets of 10. And it's like always right around rep eight. I'm like, oh, I could stop at nine. I could stop at nine or like, okay, cool. The 10th one. And I was like, but why am I not accelerating and being like, I can go to 11. I can go to 12. And really what it's from, it's from a lack of practice in pursuing that edge and pushing past it. Same thing, I do cold therapy and ice baths. Like when you do ice baths, like the first 60 seconds sucks no matter how many times you do it. But it's your commitment to get through it that increases your capacity. There's a really good book called The Wedge by this, uh, The Wedge by Scott Carney that talks about this. And so it's just this big concept that's been coming up for me. It's that I don't get to become a better human or a better tool or more in tune with my intuition or more happy by filling my bucket with more shit that I can't even maintain or have, I have to have the space to explore myself and my relationship with myself and then choose what I let in that bucket and then push the edges of it and utilize it. And so 
the two big takeaways from the public event that I saw everybody have that I will help everybody unlock is uh, success is not a solo game. Success is not a solo game. And the fastest path to success is the internal game. And so instead of trying to find shiny new tools or buy new race cars thinking it's going to help you win the race, make the driver better so it doesn't matter what car he's in he'll win the race. And if you think about a professional athlete, like you can go hand a professional golfer, a set of golf clubs that's a hundred years old and they'll still beat 99% of the people in the world because it's not the golf clubs, it's the golfer. And as entrepreneurs, we are the greatest athletes in the world. And I will say I executed a 10 year vision of something that I wanted to do that I was petrified to do. And that was running an event based on my intuition and combining business strategies, tactics with mindfulness and breath and space and facilitating a breakthrough. And I'm forever proud of myself for doing it. And there are so many more levels to come. And I'm going to invite you to do the same. So what is the practice? I'm going to invite you to implement a daily stillness practice into your life. And I want you to pick a number that makes you uncomfortable, but doesn't scare you. So let's start with 10 minutes. I want you intentionally for at least seven days to have a stillness practice every day for at least 10 minutes. And that's non-negotiable, 10 minutes, which means stillness means no phone, no music, no TV, no distractions. Like you find somewhere alone. You can't close your eyes. You have to be witness. You have to be present. And your job is to be still. And the best analogy I can give you is I want you to look at whatever you're watching like a movie. You might be sitting at the lake. Look at it like a movie where you're not trying to memorize every scene. You're just watching it for the experience. You're going to have thoughts. You're going to have things. Oh, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And you have to be like, cool, and let it go. Cool, and let it go. And the rule is when you're done with your 10 minutes, you can't write anything down. You can't try to record anything. You can't put it in your phone. You literally have to leave it in that moment. So have a buffer period of like 30 minutes to an hour after where you're not trying to figure out what did I think about, why did I think about, that was the best business idea ever, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. That is the antithesis of space. You need to practice being witness and unattached to anything that comes up. And so that is my challenge for you. And half of those testimonials that I read and those breakthroughs came from them doing that practice. And they did that practice once for a longer period of time and got to experience those moments. And so I'm going to challenge you to take that practice on. And so that's what I got for today. That's what I got for today. I would read the rest of the testimonials, but I don't have time because uh, I have another interview and I would sweat a little too much and I still get to practice my edge of letting that feedback in and feeling worthy that you're listening to a podcast and thinking that you want to listen to a podcast where I read these testimonials and I hear them because I make up stories about that too because it's a never-ending internal game. So it's just something we play with and practice. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wrap the episode. We're going to get to the outro. I'm going to challenge you to take that practice on. And I'm going to challenge you to send me a DM on Instagram with the results of it. Tell me how you felt. Tell me what came up. Tell me the clarity you had. There's no way to lose that game. But here's what I will say is that you can't expect a tool to work or something to work when it's neglected. If you don't start a car for a year, it doesn't run the same. If you ignore food until it goes bad, you're not going to eat it. If you don't practice sharpening yourself, it's not going to perform at the level that it could. And so it's an intentional practice. I'm going to invite you to take it on. And keep your eyes peeled because you're going to want to buy tickets for the next event because we are capping it uh, so I can create the same experience again. And so the moment tickets go on sale, 
Uh, everybody who's been at a previous event gets first dibs, so that means there'll probably be 30 tickets left, and you're going to want to grab them. So keep your eyes peeled and your ears peeled because we'll be talking about it and when to get them. We're looking at October of 2021. So go do the practice. I'm going to cue the outro. I absolutely love you. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. Go give that bright light of yours to the world. And I will either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, it's time to cue the outro. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mind of George show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.